Welcome to the Femina Podcast with Nancy Wilson. Welcome to the Feminine Podcast. This is Nancy Wilson. Thanks for joining me today. Today I'm going to work on part two of the wise tongue. And I, I did part one about, I think, seven weeks ago. But we can talk about the tongue anytime, right? So I'm going to continue through a few more verses today from Proverbs. And first, a few verses about the pool. Uh, Proverbs 10, 14. Wise people store up knowledge, but the mouth of the fool is near destruction. So knowledge, especially spiritual knowledge, we don't want to be those women who are ever learning but never coming to the knowledge of the truth in 2 Timothy. But we want to be storing up knowledge. We want to be wise women, right? And the important thing with wisdom is that when we learn it, we must do it. And application is really the heart of wisdom. And that's how we make it our own. So it's not just head knowledge, but truly works itself into our lives. And then we know it. I mean, we really know it. Meanwhile, from this proverb, the mouth of the fool is just playing along the edge of the cliff near destruction. And I can't help but think of the mouths of fools and trolls on Facebook and Twitter. And they may be trying to destroy other people, but they're near destruction themselves. They don't see the danger they are in and how perilous their lives are dancing along the cliff and saying things they shouldn't be saying. So if we want to be wise women, we're going to be storing up knowledge and applying it and doing it and making it our own and staying far away from the mouth of destruction, right? All right. So there's a good one for you to think about. All right. Another one about the fool. 1514, the heart of him who has understanding seeks knowledge, but the mouth of the fool feeds on foolishness. So it's a very similar verse. If you have understanding, your heart wants more. And so you continue to look for it. And we do this by feeding on God's word, of course, that daily time in the word and just filling our minds with God's word and fearing him. And that's where we gain understanding. And so we keep it up. It's a lifelong habit. It's a lifelong pursuit of knowledge. It's not a crash course that we can just get it all in a weekend. But it's our hearts. If we have understanding, we're seeking for knowledge. But by contrast, again, and Proverbs loves to make the contrast, the fool is just eating foolishness and feeding on foolishness and filling, filling their heads with foolishness. The fools are and the foolish women. They're just feeding on foolishness and they're passing on foolishness. And it's a very destructive business to be about. 1018, whoever hides hatred has lying lips, and whoever spreads slander is a fool. So we still have this, our mouths, we're talking about our mouths, our lips. Here we have the fool spreading slander with his mouth and hiding his hatred by lying with his lips. And this will always come back to bite you. Sometimes you hear slander, but you don't have to pass it on. Okay, sometimes you go looking for it and you read it, and you're sorry you did. But you can then 
clamp down on it and not pass it on. It's foolish to do so. Now, I'm not saying here, if someone says some outrageous thing, and you might think it's actually funny, you don't believe a word of it, or you, you, you might pass it on as a great example of this verse. It's just spreading slander. But that's different from passing it on as though you believe it. Like, guess what? This happened. You know, and it's slanderous, and it's not true, or it's a kind of information that is not kind to pass on. So we receive plenty of slander. We see it about ourselves. So we know it's slander and not true. And so we might share it with someone as a funny example of what people are saying, but we don't pass on slander about other people, right? That's what we don't do. And we just need to be wise. It's a very foolish thing to do. So you don't pass it on. It's foolish to do so. And hatred festers in the heart. So don't make a little nest for hatred in your heart toward someone who's slandering you or toward people who are wronging our country or wronging your people or wronging the church or wronging. Don't make a nest for hatred for them. It's, It's not going to have a good result. And so don't have lying lips and don't spread slander because those are what the other team do. Okay, now on to a more positive verse in 2015. There is gold and a multitude of rubies, but the lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. All right, a wise tongue, the lips of knowledge, are not to even be compared with gold and piles of rubies. How about that? The lips of knowledge are a precious jewel. So going back, we store up knowledge, we seek knowledge, we seek understanding, and then we have lips of knowledge. And it's a rare treasure today, lips of knowledge. So treasure these things that you're learning and doing and pass them on to your children and teach them to value wisdom and teach them about not spreading slander. And teach them about lying lips. And teach your children about storing up knowledge and that being a fool is dancing around on the edge of destruction. So these are all things that we learn and we pass them on to our people. And that's how we apply it as well. But with our own children, we're teaching and training them how to speak properly and what to do with knowledge and so forth, what to do with slander. So teach your children to value wisdom by valuing it yourself. 13.2, a man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth, but the soul of the unfaithful feeds on violence. Hmm. Our words are going to bear fruit. A man shall eat well by the fruit of his mouth. So a lifetime of wise words is a lifetime of eating well. We always think about eating. It's what we put into our mouth. But here, It's like what comes out of our mouth. This is the fruit. This is fruit of your mouth. In contrast, the unfaithful or the fool feeds on that sinful fruit of destruction and violence. So while the godly feed on the fruit of knowledge and wisdom, things that come out of his mouth, the unfaithful or the fool feeds on the fruit of destruction and violence. And they just feed on it, and that's what comes out of their lips. 
You know, when someone said something to you that was a genuine encouragement and blessing, you might feed on that for days or weeks or maybe even years that followed. Just some word of encouragement or some good, wise words in in some situation, and they just come back to you, and you're blessed and strengthened by them. So be sure you're giving your children good fruit to feed on. Don't be careless with your lips. Give them wise words that are nourishing, not junk food or poison. You know, just make sure that you are speaking kind words, good words, wise words, speaking knowledge and truth to your kids day in and day out. Proverbs 13, 3, he who guards his mouth preserves his life, but he who opens wide his lips shall have destruction. This is very similar this, this is the pattern in Proverbs. In the podcast a few weeks ago, I mentioned Psalm 141, 3. Set a watch before my mouth. Keep the door of my lips. So here is this idea again of guarding your mouth and asking God to set a watch. Set, <laughs> set a guard at the door of my lips. And that's a way to preserve and protect yourself and your family. Because, you know, when women talk carelessly about their husbands, about their children, they're just openly critical or make fun of them or just this is this is really setting your family up for all kinds of trouble. This is not guarding and protecting them. So ask God to set a watch at the door of your lips, preserve yourself and your family, protect yourself and your family and your reputation. If you just blab unguardedly, you're going to bring yourself and your family nothing but ruination. Just because a thought occurs to us doesn't mean we should speak it. We should have a guard at our lips that says, no, don't mention that. Do not share that. Do not say that. Do not put that on Facebook. Do not. (laughs) All right. So be careful. Be wise. Pay attention to that guard at your lips. And I think if you have the slightest hesitation about saying it, Don't press through it anyway and say, oh, but it'll be all right, and say it anyway, because sometimes we really have a desire to share it, but the desire is not good, and it's not coming from the Lord. It's a fleshly desire. So if you have any hesitation, I would say, when in doubt, throw it out. Do not share it. All right, 1523, a man has joy by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season, how good it is. All right, when you answer someone wisely, you're encouraged and you rejoice as well as as they do, right? A good word that you speak in due season or at the right time is like, it's like good food. It's nourishing and it's a cause of joy, no regrets. You know that feeling of, oh, I wish I hadn't said that. Oh, I wish I could take that back. Ah, so pray that God will give you joyful answers. And sometimes when you are on the spot, ask God quickly. Send up that SOS prayer for a wise answer, a good answer, and then you'll have joy and no regrets. And there's nothing wrong with saying, well, let me think about that for a minute. That's better than having to go back later and say, ah, remember when I said that? I shouldn't have said that. Now, we've all done that. You know, I've had to go back and seek forgiveness for saying something or sharing something I shouldn't have. And that is a good discipline because then you want to be more careful because it is not fun to go back and apologize for things like that. 
and say, that was wrong of me to share that. It's not fun. It's a good discipline. It's like a spanking. And the purpose of a spanking is to, <laughs> is to teach, right? That that wasn't fun. I'm not going to do that again. So a man has joy by the answer of his mouth. A word spoken in due season, how good it is. So be a source of those words spoken in due season, good words. Sometimes when your children say, Mom, can I paint? Mom, can I play with Play-Doh? Mom, can I color? And mom is busy and mom doesn't want to have to stop and go get out the Play-Doh or then clean up the mess. And so no just comes out of your mouth quickly. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Just say, I remember thinking about that with my own kids and thinking, you know, I want to be a yes mom, not a no mom. So sometimes I'd say, well, let me think about it for a minute. Instead of just reacting with no, I'd say, let me think about it for a minute. And then I would weigh it. And I would either then come back and say, sure, honey, let's do that. Or how about we do this instead? You know, if it just wasn't going to work. But not to be the mom who just always says no because it's too much trouble and I don't want to deal with it right now. Let's have joy by the answer of our mouth (laughs) and not be the no mom. All right, on to 15.7. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the fool does not do so. All right, this is more of the same. Proverbs likes to repeat because we need to hear it again, don't we? We need to hear it over and over again. So use your lips to disperse knowledge. It's just so easy to blab nonsense. So disperse some knowledge. Don't just serve up bowls and bowls of Cheetos all day long, right? For your kids to feed on or for your friends or your coworkers or your husband or whoever you're around, your parents to feed on, your siblings. No, disperse some knowledge. Feed your people and don't blab nonsense. Speak good things, true things, encouraging things. Be grateful. Be positive. All right, let's close with this one. 19.8. He who gets wisdom loves his own soul. He who keeps understanding will find good. Loving your own soul is a good thing. It is not self-centered. It is not selfish. It's a good thing. If you love your own soul, you will get wisdom and you will keep understanding. You will treasure godly insight. You'll listen to the sermon. You'll pay attention to your Bible reading. You'll counsel yourself with wise words. So be a good steward of wise words. Get wisdom. Keep understanding. That's being a good steward where you're, you are investing it. You're not spending it wildly and so you're broke. It's like, no, you're keeping understanding. You're investing it. You're not listening to yourself speaking nonsense. You're keeping and treasuring understanding. Keeping understanding means applying it, remember? Keeping understanding means doing it. And so you're not going to remember it unless you apply it. So when you hear a good sermon, think about how you can apply it and then apply it today and apply it tomorrow and the next day. Same with the word. When you are in the word and you learn something and you are fed nourishing words as you read the Bible, well, then apply them, do them, meditate on them, store them up, fill your pantry with knowledge and wisdom and godly resources so they're at your fingertips so you won't remember it unless you're applying it. 
Thank you so much for joining me today and blessings on your week. If you enjoyed this episode, check out Nancy's chapter on wisdom in her book, Virtuous. Audiobook available now on the Canon app.